Hello everyone and welcome to my podcast. I am Hannah Banana. Hannah the Banana, one would say. Um, today we're going to be reviewing something like an event that took place yesterday. Hosted party at my house, party at my house. Um, but first I just have a couple of announcements that I'd like to make. Number one, Sorry, I keep pausing because I'm I'm not outside like I normally am. So I'm inside. And so I keep thinking like someone's coming, but no one's coming, Hannah. Everybody's at work. Um, anywho, so I'm in my sister's room, but well, I'm in my bathroom currently. But my plan is to move to my sister's room after. So anywho, um basically I'm gonna talk about yesterday and the grad party that I had. But first I wanna say I painted my nails, or I painted my toes um white and I really like that like I've been using like a neutral nude color on my toes but the white looks so good and then like with the slides that I'm in right now I don't know but that move to paint in white that was a good move I like that I really do so currently I'm just doing my edges well not really doing them I'm just pushing them back and putting gel on them that's all I'm doing. So I'm not actually doing them. But my plan is to take my hair down tomorrow. And so I'm just trying to make them look at least a little decent today, which they it doesn't really even look that bad. Like I always am hard on myself because I'm like, oh my gosh, my hair looks so bad. But it's like genuinely, it don't even look that I mean it looks rough, but it don't look that bad. It looks at least decent enough to go out in public without having to do it immediately and so that's okay that's all I need for right now at least so yeah so anyway my toes look really good though I really like having them painted I think that's um gonna be a recurring thing because they look good they look good and I've never really been one like I really got into nail polish at one point in life and then since then I've never really been one to like really want to have my toes done really want to have my nails done but now i'm kind of like like when kamari did my nails for graduation like literally it looked so good i was like i'm gonna do this more frequently like the press on nails and then i painted them white just for yesterday because i wanted to have them done but they look really like i like having my nails done. they look good um i also like having my toes done it just looks really cute so anywho um let's go ahead and get started so we had a graduation party yesterday for me and it was really fun i've been to two graduation parties this week um and you guys have already heard about it because you know i've already podcasted about them um and so we had mine yesterday and a reoccurring theme that i realized afterward when i was reflecting on how the party went was this theme of gratitude like this theme of, of gratitude and comfort and so that's what I'm going to talk about today. Basically, when when I went into this party, like thinking like, what, who did I want to invite, right? I went in thinking like, like what is those, what is this party going to look like? How do I want to feel at this party, right? Kamari and I have been really big recently on 
making sure we know the intention of each event. So like if we're going to do something, we want to know what's the purpose behind this event? Why are we doing this event together? Or why are we doing this event with these other people? Like what's the purpose behind why we're doing this? And so when I was reflecting on what I wanted the purpose of my graduation party to be, I wanted it to be a comfortable celebration. And so when I was thinking of like, what did I want to do? I And who did I want to invite? <clears throat> I went in with this mindset of, I want it to be relaxing. I want it to be fun. And I want it to be a, a chill environment where we all feel filled up. That's what I wanted this, this event to be. And so as we're, as I was planning for it, I was thinking of ideas of, of games that I wanted to do and activities and et cetera, et cetera. And you know how things go, like you have plans for how you want things to go and then they don't end up working out. So I ended up not coming up with a huge group game to play. And then we ended up, we were gonna go swimming, but then we ended up not swimming because both me and my sister were on our period. And so it was just like, okay. And so, you know, we're like going through this whole thing and um, trying to figure out like what we're gonna do. And we ended up not swimming and everybody was chill with it. Like everybody was like, yeah, I don't feel like, I don't, I don't care to swim, but, I'll talk about that later when we get to that point. So basically, I just wanted it to be a chilled, laid-back event, and that's exactly what happened. And so I made my list of people who I wanted to invite, and as I was going throughout the week, I felt bad that I didn't invite everybody who I know. Um, but at the end of the day, I was really grateful because the environment that we created yesterday was exactly the environment that I wanted to feel to celebrate this accomplishment, right? And I didn't want to feel pulled in a bunch of different directions. I didn't want to feel like I had to give my attention to so many different people. And I feel like I didn't have to do that yesterday. So let me go through the list of people who we invited. So we invited my best friend, of course, Kamari. Um, we invited Hannah Fryer, my friend Logan, my friend Becca, and then also Jovan. And then those were like all my friends. And then of course my family was there. And then we had um, some of my parents' friends, like their adult friends. So we had Mr. and Miss Tarver, we had Miss Poe, and then we had Miss Govan and Miss Blackshear. Those are all friends from um, our previous church that we went to. And so all the adults were like inside and they sounded like they were having a really good time. Like they were laughing, they were eating, they were having fun, they were talking and stuff like that. And so all the adults seemed to be having a really good time. And Mr. and Mrs. Tarver even stayed later and like, they're really good friends of my family. Like I, I'm not even joking. Like they're probably like the people that we have over the most frequently. And they always end up staying like the longest. Like my parents have really good conversations with them. So um, I love them. They have a special place in my heart. And so they're just really good family friends. And um, they ended up, you know, coming here too. So my family and my, my parents had a really good time. And they had a really good group of people to have that feel, like, feel filled up with. You know what I mean? Um, good community, basically. Curating that good community. Um, as far as the people that I invited, so this is how it played out. Basically, I wanted the my friends to, I, I let the adults park at the driveway because there was enough space for to, four cars to park in the driveway, except Mr. Tarver was driving his big old truck. So really, it was enough space for three cars. And that's all the people that came. So Miss Poe and Miss Govan came together in one car. And then Miss Blackshear came in another car. And then Mr. Tarver came in his truck. So everybody was able to fit in the driveway. All the adults were, at least. Then we had um all of the um 
like all of the people my age park at the clubhouse so all it, but except becca ended up getting dropped off so she didn't have to park anywhere but i had everybody else park at the clubhouse and then that way like when we went back up to the clubhouse they could just leave from there and so um they ended up parking there and all that stuff like that and then we i went to go pick them up and so it actually worked out very well that when i went to go pick up logan and becca because they had both texted me were like hey we're here where do you want us to go and so i told them to park at the clubhouse and so both of them were there so i went to pick them up then next thing you know i get a call from hannah and she's like hey i'm here and so i'm like okay so then i had to turn around and go pick her up but we were all still in the car and we were like we weren't even close to home yet so like um we turned around and we went to go pick her up and then kamari was in the parking lot too so then we just had everybody in the car and then um we drove back to the house and so then by that time all the adults were there and so they all went in and stuff like that no almost all the adults were there um except for miss blackshare so then everybody goes in and then we end up um i ended up getting a call from jovan so then i went to go pick him up and then by the time him and i came back to the house um miss blackshear was pulling up and so then she came in and stuff like that so then everybody was there and it was really good we prayed we ate um and then everybody was like sitting at their different tables and so the adults were sitting at the tables inside and then you know the kids we get burnt hot dogs and we sitting at the, at the table outside <laughs> i'm just joking but it was good because it felt good outside we had a fan and stuff like that but we set up the tables which by the way shout out to kamari and her church for letting us use their chairs and tables because we used like one table and then we had some chairs set up and like literally it worked out perfectly like that was all we needed and then i was so grateful so we didn't have to go buy something like we were able to have that already thanks to her and for free so um i appreciate that um which can i just say kamari has been a staple in a lot of the things i've been doing recently like with helping my mom like um update our our house and stuff like that she went to go help me get the pillows and like just others like she has just been somebody who's just been so supportive of me and so by my side and everything and i just really appreciate it a lot like recently i've been becoming more aware of how grateful I truly am for her and all that she does for me like I genuinely can't even I can't even fathom like I can't even fathom having such a great friend like this but it's I mean it's possible because it's literally happening so I don't know but it's just so crazy to me I just think about it and I'm like dang anywho um I'm so grateful so so she you know had brought the table so we got the tables all set up and stuff like that everybody's sitting outside eating and um we get started and i mean i pull up i we're all eating and like it's so crazy because when i went to go pick up jovan like everybody else was all talking and having a good time and i love when friends from different places and different backgrounds can come together and have a good time like i love creating that type of environment and so like my my siblings are sitting outside eating with them um Becca and Logan are friends from high school. Hannah's a friend from New Life. Kamari's a friend, you know, from middle school. But they're all getting along together and they're all able to, like, have fun and and all be like, yes, this was a good time, right? And um, and feel comfortable, you know what I mean? Feel comfortable being themselves, feel comfortable doing what they want to do um, and having that, that time. And then Jovan came and I actually didn't know that Hannah knew Jovan. Um, because they went to high school together so I felt like it was really good that I invited Hannah too because she knew Jovan she also knew Kamari from New Life and so it didn't feel like she was like 
awkward or the only one out, right? And then Kamari came, but she already knew Logan and Becca and Jovan and it. Like, she knew everybody. And then um, my siblings already knew of kind of Becca and Jovan and Kamari and a little bit of Logan. And then Logan and Becca already knew, of course, you know, a couple of people too. So it's like everybody already kind of knew one another. Um, So it didn't feel like we had, it didn't feel that awkward. Like we had to just now meet them. And I liked that too, because that just gave us once again, another stepping stone into easily connecting with one another. And then throughout the um, event, we were just eating and then we were talking for a really long time and just having really good conversation. Like, I don't know. I don't even remember what we were talking about. It was just really good. And it felt like natural, like we had this natural chemistry going on that I really loved, um, and it felt very organic, and then we ended up, um, playing, okay, this was my favorite part of the night, we were playing spoons, um, and we were standing up, so this is what I like about my friend groups, is that everybody always brings something, right, so Kamari brought this really random, energy but it was so funny because <laughs> she just had this like randomness in her I just I loved it I loved it because I was a little bit like I'm not gonna lie at the beginning I was a little bit overwhelmed because I had to go pick up people and bring them and make sure everybody was settled once everybody got settled it was fine but um I wasn't able to like bring that same energy yet I had to warm up and then also I was a little bit tired because you know I'm on my period and I'm just a little bit exhausted and so she brought this energy that just was like so amazing i just loved it like i love i love watching kamari in action because she just cracks me up and so she just was funny and she really did break the ice i feel like like it was a little bit awkward stepping into it but like she broke the ice really quickly um by just being herself and it was just so fun and then um but like i said everybody brought something to the table so then um like Logan brought his humor and Becca's just chilling hot like she's just bringing this good energy these good vibes and then Hannah was the one that said that we should stand up when we were playing spins or she was like do you guys stand up when you play spins because that's how she plays and um I thought that was fun because it ended up giving us like a different way of playing spoons because we've all played spoons before, but it gave us a different way of playing spoons and it ended up being more fun because we're like all like flailing across the table trying to get stuff and it was so funny because at one point I literally, I literally snatched the spoon out of Logan's hand like so aggressively. I felt so bad because <laughs> I genuinely like, I genuinely I just, it got too much. It got to be too, it was a knee-jerk reaction. I literally just snatched it out of his hand. But we, we had a lot of fun playing spoons and everybody enjoyed the game. We had this like running joke of like, whoever got out, we're like, all right, so let's review the losers again. <laughs> let's review who's in the game and who's not. Who are the losers? Let's review them one more time. <laughs> and I just thought like, everybody just bounced off of one another's humor so well. And then, um, after that, I ended up taking Hannah back because she wanted to go um, back to her car. She had to leave. And then um, Becca ended up leaving as well. And then after that, we kind of played another like little game. We played, well, they were playing BS while I was taking Hannah to her car. And then um, after that, we ended up playing another game called Donkey, which is similar to Spoons, except you're just not using spoons. It's kind of like horse and spoons mixed together. And then, yeah, and then after that, we went and played, we went to the basketball court. So we played a little bit of basketball, and then we played, we played a little bit of everything. Played a little bit of basketball, played a little bit of um, softball, played a little bit of kickball, 
And then we ended up just sitting down in the grass and talking. And the people who were left, it was me, Jovan, Kamari, and my brother and my sister. <clears throat> and not going to lie, it was a vibe. Like, my siblings, well, they get along well with other people. But, like, I was amazed at how well, like, Kamari and Jovan got along with my siblings. I mean, I already know Kamari gets along with my siblings. But I was amazed at how well Jovan got along with my siblings. Um, like him and Isaac stayed talking about the PS5, da 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 da, da. and um, when we were playing basketball, Jawan wanted to play softball because we saw that there was a baseball on the field, and so he wanted to play softball. And I told him we had a bat, and so he told Isaac, he was like, Isaac, if you go get um, the, because I told him I was like, we have one in the garage, and so he told Isaac if he went to go get it, he would give him a dollar, and then he ended up giving him three dollars. <laughs> it's like nice. So it was just cool, but like it was cool, and we were all talking about different stuff, and. I just love when the people that I love get along and I love when they're they're able to mesh well together like you don't have to be best friends I know my siblings are gonna be best friends with all my friends right but like when you can get along well with my the people that I love when my friends can get along with my siblings and my siblings can get along with my friends that's my favorite thing and that brings me to my next point which is um core values I truly believe that the reason why most of my friends get along, like, I genuinely think all of my friends get along, and the reason why I think that is because of the core values that I represent and that I seek in other people. So I represent a set of core values, right? Because what you believe is what you what you put into action. And so because I have these core values, I represent this in the way that I act. And then I also seek out other people or other people find me who have these same core values. And so because they have these same core values, we're able to get along very well. And then we're able to um, have like a shared meaningful connection. And then because they have those core values that I have, when I bring them into an environment where they're with other people who I've connected with, they are also able to get along because they also have those shared core values. And so I think that what I'm starting to see is the reason why my siblings get along with my friends and then my friends get along with my family. Like the reason why we're able to have those type of connections is because we all have the shared core values. Because as I've been more intentional with my friendships, I have seen that my um, friendships represent the core values that my family also represent. And so um, I've been seeing that that's probably why we're, we get along so well, right? Like previously I've, I've had friendships and I've thought we were super, super close. And then my family was like, eh, we were not really feeling them, you know what I mean? Um, and so now it's nice to see that my family actually really does appreciate the friendships that I have. And they think that the, the friends that I have are, are good people. And so, <clears throat> I just feel like I'm realizing in this season and in this stage of my life that these are some of the core values that are starting to arrive. And these are things that I value in friendships and family and are the foundation of what I want my relationship with a significant other to look like. Um, because these are the core values that I think are for relationships across the board. Like regardless if it's family, if it's friends, if it's um like a significant other, like these are what I'm beginning to see are my core values across the board. Number one, faith. 
in faith for me, I've broken this down into certain principles, is, is number one, a belief in God's existence and his character. So not just the belief in God, not just believing that God exists, but believing in his character. So if God says that he's faithful, you believe that he's faithful. If God says that he's merciful, you believe that he's merciful. If God says that he's trustworthy, you believe that he's trustworthy. Like not just believing in God's existence. Oh, I believe that there's a God, but believing in God's character, who he says he is. You believe that he will do what he says he will do. That I believe is faith, and that's one of my core values. Also, another part of um, that core value of faith is trust in prayer, his promises, and his word. So trusting that you can pray to him and he will answer, trusting that he will reveal his promises to you and that he will actually fulfill them, and then trust in his word as well. Like what his word says, you believe. Um, I think a lot of times I see people who are very critical of the word of God, and they are critical in a way of not examining it, but examining it to see how it relates to their life, but examining it to see, is it actually the truth or is it not, right? And they're very skeptical of the word of God. Whereas for me, I believe that the word of God is the word of God. And while there may be times where I question, like, is this, what do they mean by this? I never question that this is not the truth, right? I just wonder, what does it mean by this? But I never question, like, this is not the truth, right? Whereas, um, there are people that I know, people, I literally, people in my family who are skeptical of the word of God, don't even believe in the word of God. Um, and so that to me is not a significant of a core value. You know what I mean? Um, and then also I believe that faith under this broad term of my core value is the edification of others. I believe that when you have faith in God, that you seek to edify other people like you seek to not just encourage them because anybody can encourage anybody but really build people up right build people up in a um, environment where they feel respected and loved and valued um i think edification is so much deeper than encouragement we do need encouragement and encouragement has its time and place but when it comes to deeper relationships like encouragement i feel like can go across the board. It can go to service relationships. It can go to deeper relationships. But really, when you get into those deeper relationships, it's important for you to have edification, I feel like, that building up because you are with that person. Um, as far as intimacy goes, you're with that person so deeply. Why would you not want to build that person up and help build with that person, right? Um, and I feel like building up looks like motivation at times it looks like encouragement it looks like truth it looks like love it looks like support whether that's emotionally or financially etc right so those are all different ways that you can edify other people but that's that first core value of faith then the next point is gratitude so gratitude is my second core value and gratitude i have broken down into different points. First point is gladness of heart. So gratitude to me looks like you having a glad heart. Um, and that doesn't mean that you're always positive. That doesn't mean that everything always goes great. But it just means that you have a tendency more times than not to lean toward having a glad heart. Not such a negative, pessimistic look on life, but your heart is glad. You have um, like gratefulness in your heart grateful 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 okay anyway. um i think gratitude also is this is my other point underneath this is recognition of and appreciation for god 
So it looks like you recognizing God, right? Recognizing when he's done something, when he's moved on your behalf, when he's moved in your favor. And it also looks like appreciating God, like literally looking maybe at nature and appreciating God's beauty or looking at something that he's done, a relationship that he's given and appreciating that. Like that's what gratitude to me looks like. Um, Gratitude also is a heart posture of humility. So recognizing you didn't get here on your own, but recognizing that you are humble. And this is something that I realized that I really do like is humility because when I literally saw, what's his name? Elias and when Dixie, I'm saying hi to him because I know him. He over here coming at me with like a non-humble way. He's like, yeah, I see so many people every day. I see that. Like, okay. And, the, and that, that quickly disengaged me. That quickly made me say, okay, I'm good. Um, because I like people who are humble. I like people who come with a lens of like, I don't know everything and I'm not the center of attention, but I'm simply here and like, I'm just trying to do my best. We're all just trying to do our best. You know what I mean? And so I just love people who have that humble heart posture and I myself want to embody that humble heart posture as well. Um, and I also feel like under that core value of gratitude is a healthy perspective on life. Like when you have gratitude, you're not overly pessimistic, but you're not also not overly optimistic, right? Like I think gratitude is is a centering. I think gratitude is something that balances. Gratitude is grounding because the thing about gratitude is you can't be like gratitude isn't really hope where you can hope for things and wish for things in the future, right? Like wishing is like futuristic. So you could be overly optimistic and be wishful, right? Like, oh, I wish I had a mansion. I wish I had this and get all in your head about all these fantasies of things that could possibly happen in the future, but also could possibly not. That's not gratitude though. Gratitude is grounding because it makes you think about the here and now, the reality of life, not in a pessimistic way where you're like, oh, the world is terrible and it's falling apart and dirty, but gratitude makes you think about positive, purposeful things that are in your reality right now, that are in your space here and now. And so it doesn't, it balances you because it's not on either side of the spectrum it's right in the middle because it grounds you in the here and now but focuses you on the positive and so it i feel like it gives you a healthy perspective on life when you have a heart of gratitude and that's why gratitude is one of my core values and i think that faith and gratitude are two things that my family really practices like in my friendships too and this is why i said these are these are core values that i'm starting to see my family represents this my friendships represent this I represent this and this is what I want to seek in other people right and so um yeah we have gratitude and that that I think encompasses all those things gladness of heart recognition of and appreciation for God heart posture of humility and then a healthy perspective on life next core value is intelligence (coughs) and I don't mean intelligence in the typical way of like academically you are successful and you had all A's in class like you do not have to have that to be my friend or to be my family right that's not a requirement it's not like I'm like I only like to be with people who are smart like (laughs) no but intelligence for me 
looks like these few points. Number one, it looks like having abstract conversations. For me, I'm a person who I love to think abstractly, not just concretely. So concrete is like what you are able to physically see, what you're able to physically experience, such as the weather, such as sports, such as a lot of those surface level conversations. How are you doing? How are you feeling? All of that's great and it has its time and its place. There's not anything bad with having concrete conversations. And I think concrete conversations are great to have with acquaintances who you don't yet know and you don't know their values or their beliefs and you don't want to offend them, they don't want to offend you. That's great, right? That's fine for that type of um, level. However, I'm starting to realize that as a core value, I don't value concrete conversations. I value abstract conversations. I value talking about things in the theoretical, talking about things in the hypothetical, talking about things that might be a little bit tense, that might be a little bit conflicting, but being able to work through that together with the people that I love. I love having conversations about what things could look like, even though they might not look like that now. I love having conversations about things um, that we're not necessarily able to see, but that we're able to feel and that we're able to um, wish for and hope for. I love having conversations abstract conversations and I think that for me is that intelligence factor of like you're able to think intelligently and think abstractly um, beyond what we're, we're thinking right now. I think also intelligence is making wise decisions. For me wise decisions is huge. I like to make wise decisions and I pray for the rest of my life that I make wise decisions. I know every decision won't be wise but I pray that consistently enough I make wise decisions because that's important to me. And I want the people that I'm around to make wise decisions, which is why I think I felt so uncomfortable when I was at Ian's party was because I was around a bunch of people who in my perception were not making wise decisions. And so in their perceptions, that might be different for them, right? And I'm not hitting on them. I'm not hating on them. I'm just saying for me and, and my core values and what I represent, um, wise decisions are important to me and so getting drunk and doing this and that and a third is not wise for me and I would not want the people who I am closest with to make those type of decisions um and so I thought that was one of the points of intelligence right under that core value intelligence is making wise decisions and and being able to think for yourself being able to think independently right I think that's another one that I'm going to write down is think independently. I didn't have that one before, but um, that's another point. Is like, if you are able to think independently without having someone always telling you what to think and without having, like you're able to form your own opinions on things. You're able to formulate your own perception without constantly having to have other people tell you what to think. I think people who are, who are followers, who are just blindly following people and what they say, oh, so-and-so said this, so I'm gonna do it. I think that is not wise. I think people who are wise are able to take information, input it, digest it, discover what is my own view on this, what is my own perception on this, and then be able to output, which is their own independent thinking. And then I also think that a sign of intelligence for me under this core value is thinking beyond the here and now. Like not just thinking about how am I going to do this, that, and the third here and now, but being able to think beyond that, being able to think about how can I build financially over the next five years, not just now, 
what do I want to spend on now? But thinking about like, what can I do with this? How can I impact this in the future? How can I put like one of the things that my mom and I always talk about is how my older brother could literally build a business with what the skill he has right now. He could literally build a business. And we are genuinely, like we genuinely came up with a whole business plan for him. And like, but for him, he, he's not thinking in that way. He's thinking in the here and now, whereas we're thinking beyond the here and now. And so I feel like for me, the people that I'm closest with and the people that I have the deepest relationship with, I want them to be able to, and I want myself to be able to, and we often do frequently show this, is thinking beyond the here and now. We're thinking several steps in advance on planning how can we move forward, right? We're not just thinking about right now, spending right now, doing right now, whatever, whatever. We're thinking futuristically, and I like that. I, I like thinking and planning to some degree forward. I, it doesn't mean that that's necessarily exactly how it's going to play out. It doesn't necessarily mean that that's what God wants us to do in that exact season or that moment, but it does mean that we have an idea of how we can move forward, and God will operate in that. He'll like, be like, yeah, sure, let's go with that, or he will say, nah, we got something else planned, but at least we're thinking forward, and I love that. Another core value that I have so, so far, my core values are faith, gratitude, intelligence. Another core value that I have is humor. I love to laugh, and I love to be around people who love to laugh, and I love to be around people who don't take everything so seriously, like people who are too serious, too pessimistic. No, I can't do that. I love to enjoy what I'm doing. I love to enjoy life. And so I feel like people who are humorous are people that I enjoy being around. And I love people who are good-natured humor. Like, it's it's not humor that is um, super, like, what is that thing called? Anti-humor? No. What is it called? Just people who make really bad jokes. Like, you know, inappropriate jokes. Jokes that just aren't funny or are, like, borderline funny, but they're also borderline crossing the line of, like, being racist or being you know, or all these different things. Like, I just, I'm not a big fan of the bad humor, the humor that is almost taboo. Like, I'm not a fan of that. I love humor that's good natured, that you feel comfortable when you're laughing about those jokes, right? It's, it's comforting to the soul. Um, and I think that the humor that I enjoy is comforting to the soul. It's something that makes you feel glad in your heart. It's something that makes you feel uplifted in your heart something that makes you feel good. I love humor like that. Um, and I think that's why I love my best friend so much because we just literally laugh all the time. And it's such good natured humor. Like it's humor that isn't problematic. It's humor that isn't, oh, this is another type of humor I don't like. I don't like humor that's always poking fun at people, poking fun at one person, poking fun at people, like, and especially regarding their physical attributes. So poking fun at people always saying that they're fat or poking fun at people always saying that they're bald, which is why I liked Kev on stage and the people that he was with when he was on the um, all death comedy. But a lot of times their humor was centered around poking at their physical attributes. And I'm not a big fan of that type of humor because I feel like after a while, first of all, that gets old. Second of all, that's very demeaning to the person you're around. That's not going back to that, um, going back to the, the core value of faith, that's not edifying other people, right? That was one of the points I said earlier about edifying others. That's not building people up. If your humor is not building people up, why are you, why are you making those jokes? It's not funny to me. And so for me, I love humor that's good natured, 
humor that's comforting to the soul a humor that uplifts my heart and uplifts the heart of other people and so humor is one of my other core values and then my final core value this is just how i've developed so far i i'm of course going to um go further and see if there's any other ones that i have but so far this is my last one which is growth i love people who are inspired by growth who are motivated by growth who want to grow and who are growing who encourage me to grow um i love people who are reflective and introspective they're reflective on their own behavior and able to say hey i thinking about their own behavior and being introspective about that right um which is why i love my siblings so much and why i love my best friend so much because they are very introspective and reflective um i also love people who adapt to new information very well like you can get something new and be like okay i'm gonna apply this to my life now i'm gonna directly apply this to what i'm doing or i'm gonna directly apply this. like my mom does that a, a really good job of that is like when she gets new information that she feels like is important to add to her life, it's meaningful to add to her life, she'll implement that, you know, immediately. Um, and also, like, Miss Jenkins is a good example of that, too. In her teaching field, she taught me that very well. Of Like, as soon as you have or see an idea that you think is applicable for your classroom, apply it right then and there, you know? And I love people who are able to adapt to that new information. Um, and then also people who seek opportunities to grow. They seek growth opportunities. I think those type of people are people that I want to surround myself with <clears throat> because when you seek opportunities to grow you will grow right if you seek opportunities to read or to learn or to travel and try new things those are opportunities for growth and those are the people that I want to surround myself with and so ultimately these are my core values that I'm developing and I think I really wanted to reflect on this because I mean just I wanted to reflect on what does it look like for me to have these core values, right? What are the things I truly value deep in my heart? And are the people I'm surrounding myself with reflecting these core values? Are the people that I'm surrounding myself with having these attributes? Um, and I believe so. I believe that my immediate family, my mom, dad, brother, younger brother, and sister reflect these values. I believe that my best friend reflects these values. And I believe that the friends that I had at my house yesterday to varying degrees reflect these values as well and so that's all I, I mean hey that's all I need <laughs> and I just felt so cool yesterday um hanging out with them and being with them because it really made me feel on the inside like it made me feel filled up it didn't drain me it didn't take from me I didn't leave having conflicting ideas or thoughts like when I left Ian's party I had conflicting ideas and thoughts because I was like I had to sort through what do I believe about what I just saw, what do I believe about the truth, how do I need to perceive this, whereas when I left my party yesterday, I didn't have to do all of that, right, and I didn't have to sort through and dissect how do I feel about certain things, because these people were comforting to the soul, and those are the type of people I want to surround myself with, people who are comforting to the soul, and um, man, I just appreciate God for bringing people in my life like that. We're bringing people like Logan and Becca and Jovan and um, Hannah and, you know, all of the um, older people that were there too, like Miss Blackshear and Miss Poe and Miss Govan and the Tarvas. I mean, just amazing, amazing people who are doing amazing things and have amazing impacts. Um, and so that's everything. I mean, that's it. <laughs> I hope y'all have a great rest of y'all day, and uh, I will see y'all soon.